Welcome to The Lockdown, featuring your hosts, Eric Preston and Mike Conover. And now, The Lockdown Sports Podcast. Lift off and the clock has started. that time again lockdown sports in effect mike what's up yo 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 it's a good it's a good week it's a good week what's so good about it what's what's the good week well um first of all my niners like i said we're gonna take care of business and they did oh they did they did i lost i lost a few i told you the rams i told you the rams were not gonna win yep you sure did (laughs) You, you sure did, and look, uh, we'll, we'll get into when we cover the Niners game, but Jimmy looked healthy, and that was really a big deal um, the week before. Uh, he just wasn't – Yeah, Shanahan did the right, the right thing pulling him. But I, I guess it's a good week. The Bears are 5-1. and one. Um, Can't complain about that. Uh, the sun is shining. We got an iPhone launch tomorrow. I know everybody's looking forward to that. Uh, different number in front of the same phone. That, uh, that always brings people out. And uh, it's almost <laughs> Halloween. So who the fuck knows, uh, you know, what's, what's going to happen for Halloween and the elections right around the corner. So I know what's going to happen on Halloween. What's going to happen on Halloween. Uh, it's on Saturday. There's going to be uh, a lot of halfway stupid people. And then there's the rest of the people are going to be all the way stupid. <laughs> so 10 days from Halloween, we're going to have huge uh, COVID outbreaks and uh, all, all kinds Absol- of problems. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I'm upset. I'm upset because uh, we go to a uh, we go to a, a Halloween party, you know, at Cupcakes. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has an awesome Halloween party. Chesterfield does it up huge. <laughs> and uh, I'm not I'm not going. I don't blame you. And I mean, here's the thing. You know, I love it's, it's still taking the, place. It, yes. OK. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, as much as I want to go, I was like, I know all I'm going to be doing is eating finger food out of the same dish as a whole yes, bunch of other that's people. A, that's the thing, man. And, have a cocktail party now. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I, I can't do it. I can't do it because, uh, honestly, if I think if if like I I understand like all you see all the the young like college kids getting it. Mm-hmm. I kind of understand that the mentality that they have. Yeah. I don't have that mentality no, anymore. Me, yeah. You know, um, if this were, you know, 15 to 20 years ago, I probably would be like, ah, I could go there for. I probably would have had it already. If it were 15 to 20 years ago, I, I probably, I probably might've had it twice. <laughs> You might, be on, you might be on your second wave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, oh, and the other part of my great week, I stopped. Um, growing? You know, I told, You're not getting I, any taller? I, huh? I said you stopped growing? You're not going to get any taller? I think so. But uh, we stopped. Duck and I stopped to, to, to grab him a slice of pizza on the way home today. Mm-hmm. And, uh. I was talking to the I was talking to one of the guys in the pizza place. He's a Bears fan. Okay. And I, I was like telling him, I was like, I think I was like I, yeah, I was I was like, I think you guys are going to murder Rams, blah blah blah, right? 
And uh, he goes, yeah. He goes, you know, I'm a Bears fan. You don't remember me. He pulls his mask down. I'm like, oh, okay, I remember. He goes, you used to come in here all the time. This he goes, but, man, you're Jack now. <laughs> I was nice. like. Nice, you made your week. I was like, I'm going to wear this shirt every day from now. I'm going to go buy five more of these shirts, same size. I'm going to order pizza from you every other day. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't know how much he was drinking, but he probably shouldn't be working with another. What, did he give you that compliment before or after you gave him a tip? <laughs> that, I didn't give him a tip. Oh, even after the compliment. <laughs> yeah, it's a slice. Listen, of I wasn't sitting down to eat. Yes. I, was just, I was grabbing two slices. Uh, good stuff. But they, All were, right, so, they were nice enough to waive their $5 limit on the card. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, who the fuck carries cash now? Yeah. Well, that's well, good. All I, right, I, so, I, carry, so. I carry a $50 bill to make people feel bad. Well, I got this because, you know, nobody takes a $50 bill. Anymore. Oh, I thought you had it just so you could go, $50 bill, $50 bill. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot hear the words $50 bill without thinking of Goonies. <laughs> Anywho, uh, speaking of Goonies, the Philadelphia Eagles uh, taking on the New York Giants. The Eagles fucked up my uh, teaser parlay last week. Uh, I, I really thought that it was a lock, and the only thing that lost was the Ravens. I got them at minus three in the teaser, which was like a no-brainer, and somehow the Eagles made a game of it at the end and just enough to cost me money. Uh, I know there were some people that were having a good laugh at that, but uh pissed me off. But the Eagles' offense – does seem like it's starting to click a little bit. Um, the, the the Ravens definitely took their foot off the gas, but um, once they started getting closer, the, the Ravens' D was was for real, and um, the Eagles were able to move the ball. I'll tell you what, if, watching the Eagles, I know this is going to sound crazy, but they are not as bad as their record. Yeah. Um, okay. Maybe. <laughs> If, like, first of all, you factor in the the injuries they had. They played some teams close. They have. You know, like. They, they like moved they, the ball really well against Pittsburgh. They did. And uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh has, throughout the last, I don't know, 20 years, played down to opponents. The Browns, Browns come to Pittsburgh, they're 0-8. And the Steelers would be seven and one, and it'll be, you know, seventeen thirteen. So are you you discrediting Philly that because you were no, just saying, no, saying they were moving the ball? No, but they they do play down. I'm saying they yeah. do play down, but the the other team still has watching, to be able to take advantage of it. Watching the Eagles games, they're not as like I wouldn't I would not be surprised if they won the division. Oh, no, I do think they're going to win the division, but it's it's by default. Um, well, yeah. It's right. got to start tonight, though. If they lose to the Giants at home uh, with fans at the link for the first time all season, uh, it's going to – or no, is it, for, is it the first time all season or were they there on Sunday? Uh, they, they had some people there. I don't know if it was just family, but I did – wait. They, oh, were no, they, the they were at the link. They were in Baltimore. They were in Baltimore. Were in Baltimore. You're right, you're right, you're right. Okay. Um, oh, no. No, they were at the link. Yeah, they were at the link. There were people there. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought so. So, um, you know, Philly played okay last week. They put some points up on their board. They 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 gave up a lot of points to Baltimore, um, and the Giants pulled out a win that I didn't think they were gonna be able to to get last week against the football team, um, albeit only by a point. 
Um, they, they did come away with the W. Uh, Washington's kind of a mess, too. The whole division is absolutely trash. Uh, but um, Daniel Jones has to stop turning the ball over. Uh, they get Sterling Shepard back tonight, so that's going to be a big boost for them. Um, New York, with obviously the obvious exception of Saquon Barkley, is getting healthy on offense. Uh, the Eagles are getting a little healthier, but they're still a hot mess. Uh, they put Zach Ertz on IR today. Um, but they get back Lane Johnson and Deshaun Jackson tonight. Uh, let's see if Deshaun Jackson can finish the game. That would be pretty impressive if he can. <laughs> um, and, oh, and Miles Sanders out today, too. Yeah, he's out. Yeah. Um, the, 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 one, the one thing I will say about, about Philly is they're not playing four quarters. They're playing like two and a half quarters of football. They're not playing four quarters. And that's why their record is what there is. That's why they lost to Washington in week one. Uh, the only trounced, game, trounced by the Rams in week two. Even – even even the game they won against the 49ers, they didn't play four quarters. No. They, you know, the 49ers gave them the game in, in like, end of the third quarter, fourth quarter. But, um, but I, I think, I think that they get one of these games, like, they need a game against a team like the Giants, I feel like. I feel like Carson Wentz needs a game, and I think uh, Doug, Doug Peterson needs to maybe take a page out of Shanahan's book and get some some quick screen passes, some easy passes. They got to get them in rhythm, get them get them completing right. accurate short passes early. I agree. Because he is missing he's missing shit by yep. like 10 he's, yards. He's still been pretty bad this year. Yeah. So, but they have it they have a good defensive front. Um their secondary is still pretty suspect, but um you know, in that division I I I def, I still think they're going to win the division. Um once Dak went out it was over. Uh, up until then it was Cowboys division uh in a cakewalk. But now I think Philly wins this one. Uh, I think it starts tonight. I have Philly at home. What say you? I got Philly also. Um, I have I have just I, I mean I, I feel like that that front is gonna is gonna force Daniel Jones into some really bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Probably have probably have two fumbles and two interceptions. I I wouldn't rule out a pick six tonight. Yeah. All right, uh, Detroit at Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh, Who cares? Atlanta finally did something last week. Finally. They kicked the shit out of the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings are a train wreck. Um, but a couple of things I thought might happen last week, and they did. Uh, number one, um, Minnesota would start to mail it in for the season, and they did. They gave up really early in that game. You could see heads down. You could see it was just a hot mess. And number two – uh, Atlanta rejuvenated with their pathetic head coach being dismissed and they just want to go out and play some football. And it certainly helped having a healthy Julio Jones on the field. Uh, he was awesome last week. He looked, and he looked good. He looked, looked really good. I think they held him out until he was healthy and a healthy Julio Jones is, is still one of the top receivers in the league. And when you have a developing Calvin Ridley across from him, you got Todd Gurley, who's still not breaking tackles, but he's, he's a, you know, above average running back, even though their line is below average. Uh, and, and you got Hayden Hurst uh, in the middle of the field there. They, they have some weapons and Matt Ryan can still sling it. Um, they, they really took it to uh, the Vikings last week. So uh, I was, I was happy to see Atlanta get a win. Uh, they had some heartbreak earlier in the year, 
Uh, and they have the uh, hapless Detroit Lions coming to town, uh, who also got a win last week. Yeah, um, this is this is these are two teams that um, I I think are are scrambling around for you know a little bit of I think they're just trying to get a little bit of respect out of this and just trying to salvage something. Uh, they're kind of in limbo because they've got like they've got decent players. Like they both have above average quarterbacks mm-hmm. um, that the fans don't want anymore. Yeah. Um, the grass isn't always greener, folks. Though, but um, the 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 Falcons and, and and the Lions both have players that are that are close to moving on, but are still viable. So they can't really get rid of them and, and cash in the season. And, uh, you know, they're just going to be, they're, they're not going to win a lot of games and they're going to have a lot of crappy games. The Falcons are going to have games where they score 35 and, and still lose by, you know, 10. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I have the Falcons in this game though. Uh, but yeah, I like the Falcons is- to win this one too. Um, DeAndre Swift finally started to come to life last year. He ripped off like a 54-yard run in the beginning of the game. Uh, and they were like, oh, that's just, yeah, that's why we drafted you high. Um, and they, they they fed him a little bit uh, throughout the rest of the game. I think he ended up with two touchdowns too. Um, but, again, it's against the Jaguars. Um, I mean, take a look at what Joe Mixon did to the Jags early in the year, and it's the only decent game he's had all year. So you almost have to dismiss what, what Swift did against them because they're just – they're barely a professional football team. Um, and you know, I think, uh, Detroit's getting Justin Coleman back this week, so that'll help their secondary, but I just don't think they're going to be able to, um, it's going to be a shootout. Uh, I think the over on this one's like 52 or something like that. I, I don't think, um, I don't think Detroit's going to be able to keep pace with Atlanta. I got Atlanta in this one as well. Uh, your boy Baker going to the queen city. Mama didn't raise no wuss. <laughs> she didn't raise no quarterback either. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, wow. Uh, they got the shit kicked out of them last week. That was, uh, that was ugly. Uh, you know, divisional games are usually tighter. Uh, you, you can usually throw out the records here and you had to throw out the records because you would have thought Cleveland was and five watching that game last week. Uh, I thought, uh, Cleveland's only chance against Pittsburgh was probably going to be if Nick Chubb, was you know playing and they could just pound the ball over and over and over again and make the game ugly um as much as i hate to say it i'm losing more and more faith that uh baker is a quarterback that can just win games on his arm you know i think he's gonna i think he's that guy that you know will he might be able to develop into that. He won't lose you the game. He might need to be that guy for at least a while. I don't know that he's got the personality to do that though, but that's that's the thing. That's going to be tough for him. Right. I, I, I don't know if, cause I, I feel like he can do it for a game here and there, but I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's mentally equipped to do that because it's, it's always been kind of gunslinger mentality Mm -hmm. and watching 
Odell Beckham on the sideline again, I mean, just reminds you why nobody really wants him. Mm -hmm. You know, like, he's, he's the biggest – he is the epitome of that kid that always had everything going his way and he always wanted everything and he was always better than everybody. And now that he isn't beating everybody – he pouts like standing on the sidelines with no shoes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That if was I'm something. a coach, if I'm a coach on that team, I'd have sent him to the locker room. Yeah. I would have I mean, pulled him. I would have pulled a Mike Singletary on Vernon Davis. So like I'm, that's, that's the kind of infusion. That's the kind of mentality that like Stefanski has to put into can't the do it. Can't do it. Can't win with him. Um, so I, I tend to like when players show a little fire on the sideline, but that was a hissy fit. Yeah, so, that's like, not fire. That's not fire. If he's coming off off there and say even let's just say Baker misses him mm-hmm. on on a post round. He's open and he comes over and he's like, You gotta get that. You gotta be better. Mm-hmm. I need you. I, we're gonna get this again next time. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But to sit there and he just gives up. Yeah. He just gives up. And, you know, I'm tired of seeing, you know, this prima donna crap. You know, everything's fantastic when you're scoring a touchdown. It just burns my ass because Colin uh, Colin Cowherd might have been right. And I hate when that happens. Uh, So um, they're going into Cincinnati here. Cincinnati's a hot mess too. Uh, they're they're not in very good shape. Uh, you know, Mixon's been banged up, and even when he's healthy, they haven't been able to run the ball. And Cleveland's defense has played okay. Um, John Ross uh, demanding a trade. Um, I think they should trade him. They're not going to get much for him, but um, I mean, he's only been active in two games this year, and I think he has a total of like three catches for seventeen yards or something like that. Um, so he's clearly not in the team's plans. Um, they do have some depth at receiver. Should get rid of him. Um, they're they're also banged up defensively in this game. I think Cleveland gets better. Um, you can't lose two divisional games in a row, especially to when the second one's to an inferior opponent that you've already beaten this season. So um, I do have uh, Cleveland winning this one. I got Cleveland winning this easy, and I think this is going to be one of those games that they, they go in there and they stop a mud hole in, in Cincinnati, and then everything's right with the world in Cleveland until you know the next tough game. And then, I, so I, I'm kind of backtracking on on my Cleveland is a is a viable product yeah. this year. Yeah, they probably it it on paper they look good, but paper don't do nothing. So um, I got them winning this one, uh, and you said you do as well. I have, I, yeah, I got Cleveland. Yeah. Pittsburgh at Tennessee. Uh, speaking of winning easy, Tennessee was off to a nice lead uh, against Houston, and it looked like it was going to be. A blowout and then um the texans made a made a comeback uh it was uh 21 to 10 uh actually i think it was 21 to 3 at one point yeah I think um, it was 21 to 3 and then uh the texans came roaring back forced the thing into overtime due to romeo cornell's uh unconscionable decision uh to go for two when um when houston had the lead uh that would have forced the titans to to have to go for two at the end of regulation instead of kicking the extra point. Um, it was just, just a weird, weird decision. Uh, but the Titans uh, are, are on a roll. 
they're still undefeated, one of the only undefeated teams. Um, Derrick Henry was a beast uh, again last week. And um, Tannehill, um, just, just keep getting it done. Uh, but Pittsburgh is also on a roll. I mean, this is a very, 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 very uh, interesting game. Uh, Pittsburgh's favored in this one by two points on the road. So that's a pretty interesting swing. I, I think uh, Vegas thinks that Pittsburgh's going to handle their business here. Um, I don't know. I, I, this is, this is a, a pick them for me. I'm, I'm, I'm torn on this one. I, um, this, this is one of those games that, that, that you go back and forth and you say, well, Dev, there's no Devin Bush. So that's a big problem. I will, I will be about. interested to see. Um, what's different defensively uh, without him on the field? Right, because um, he's a monster. He, you're talking about sideline to sideline. He does it about as good as anybody. Yeah. Um, but the Titans, as, as good of a team as they are, I feel like they're playing – they could easily have two or three losses. Yep. You know? And we're talking about Tennessee in a totally different light. Um, I think they probably should have lost against Houston. I Did you see the A.J. Brown touchdown? Yeah. I don't think that was a catch. He, he barely got his foot down. So I, here's what I think. I think if that is called an incompletion on the field, it stays an incompletion. Stays. Since they called it a touchdown, they, they ruled it a touchdown. Um, I, and, I was watching that. I was I watching the replay over and over again, and it – it was so hard to tell. It looked like his knee and his foot touched simultaneously. Right. Um, and uh, I think it just because of the way they called it on the field, they had to stick with it. So I, I think they made the right call, but I don't know that they made the right call initially. Um, but, you know, I, I, was, I was okay with, with the way that unfolded. And although, I, again, I don't think the Texans are as bad as their record either. Like they've got, they've clearly they've got, made, played a lot better since they got rid of O'Brien. They've they've got just enough weapons to be dangerous, um, but I feel like uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh has had a just a, a really good game plan um, this season. These they are come two, out, two of the best coached teams in the NFL. Hundred percent, you're right. Um, Tomlin has them. It all it starts with Connor because Connor's healthy, so they can kind of pound the ball. And again, another team playing off of the run. Okay, they get Connor going, and then so much opens up. It makes it so much easier for Ben. Uh, ben is throwing the ball pretty well, and he's getting he's better not- as the season goes on, which right. doesn't surprise me with him missing all of last year. Right. He's not forcing. He's not forcing stuff. No, but he's also not having to, which is great. I mean, that's, that's the benefit right. of having a defense. I, that uh, I think, The defense is able I to think, take some risks because they know they can put up points. That's why they're getting so many turnovers. And a lot of his forcing stuff also came, I think, with Antonio Brown trying to force the ball to – Who? <laughs> Antonio you know, Clown? <laughs> yeah, until he signs with the Bears. Yeah, no, God, no. <laughs> God, no. There'll be a there'll be an Antonio Brown jersey hanging up in the background. Yeah, on in flames. <laughs> not not a fan. Speak. We, I don't want. We were talking about coach, well coached teams. Did you see what Vrabel did 
at the, with about three minutes and 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter? No. Tennessee was driving. It was second and two. Um, Rabel sent a 12th man onto the field intentionally. He did that last year. Yes, he did. He sent a 12th man onto the field intentionally. And then once everybody got set, and you could see the players looking at him like, you know, what, what's going on? Then once everybody got set and everybody was on the field, he starts screaming, no, no, get off. They make big things so the refs saw, they counted, blew, threw the flag, stopped the play, and then he pulled, pulled the, uh, the extra guy back that he sent on the field um, just to stop because he knew they were going to get – look, it, it was second and two. So the chances that they're not going to get a first down is extremely unlikely. They're just going to pound the ball in there and, and, and pick up a couple yards. Um, and knowing that time was more important than those two yards there, that's just a, that, that's a really heady play, man. I'm, yeah. He is more and more impressive. And imagine when he's been doing this for 10 or 15 years. He, he, we could be looking at this saying he's one of the best coaches in the game. Right. Very, very strategic, fantastic situational awareness, and obviously he brings his team to play every week. And, and, and that's the difference between winning these close games and losing you know, it, was, it, yeah. it could, you know, these guys are, are going to play in between the lines. They're, you know, they're going to make up that 95% of the game. Mm-hmm. But that, those few plays when you, you, you know, you take that chance or, you know, you, you, you call that play or you, you send that 12th guy on mm-hmm. the, onto the field, those, those make the difference. Yeah, they, in, give, they give you the edge, the man. Yeah. Um, uh, but you were talking about Ben and not having to force the ball. Yeah, he's been good. He's been spreading it around. Um, they got a lot of weapons there. Um, Deontay Listen, Johnson's going to come back this week. Everybody gave the Steelers shit. I think you did too about drafting Claypool. I did. And I believe I said that was going to be great. Yeah, I was. I, I, I don't want to say I was in the minority, but but in our little circle, I was one of the few people who didn't think it was a, a great idea, and I was wrong. Yeah. Um, I just didn't think he he was proven Wait, what enough. Did you say? I said I was wrong. Is Marie listening? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I probably edit, I'll probably edit this shit out anyway, so nobody's gonna hear it. Uh, but no, I was wrong. Claypool's a great fit there. Um, he's he's like a tight end slash wide receiver. I mean, he's he's uh, an athletic freak and. He's he's the perfect type of weapon for for Tomlin to have. Right. And honestly, I think I think what they're getting out of him, I wouldn't be surprised if they let Juju walk if he's the next, you know, high end receiver that just gets bumped out. You know, whether you know it's right. Brown then Wallace not, then. Not to spend a, a gazillion hours on on the Steelers, but um, I you know the wife's a big Steelers fan. Mm-hmm. My brother's a huge Steelers fan. Uh, and I was talking to both of them. My wife's huge Juju fan. Mm-hmm. I think she would adopt it if she could. <laughs> <laughs> um, isn't that bad that he's young enough that we probably could? Probably, probably could. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I said, you know, if things keep going this this way, he's getting the two catches and three catches and, you know, 26 yards and 19 yards – I could see them, especially the way the Steelers are. Steelers know his value, okay? But they don't like to pay people if they really, really don't have to. 
So I think the only way he stays in Pittsburgh is if he gives them a serious hometown discount, which I don't think he's against. I think he's the kind of person that probably would be like, I'd rather be in Pittsburgh and, and get yeah, 10 years. Yeah, you don't get too many cracks at a big payday and knowing that he may not get it from them. That, that may, that may, it, it may lead to some sort of separation. Maybe they trade him. Maybe, maybe they he, may. He rides a bicycle. So I Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think he's worried about money. He wants a better bike. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go Pittsburgh in this one. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee won, but I, I do think Pitt, Pittsburgh's gonna pull it out. Um, I just I think back to like at the beginning of the season, if you asked me which team's more likely to be six and zero after six weeks, I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. Um, I I do think they have the better quarterback. I think they have uh, the better offensive line. I think they definitely have the better defense. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna go Pittsburgh in this one. I too am going to go Pittsburgh. Uh, going to be a good game. Going to be undefeated. Looking forward to this one. I, I this will probably be yeah. my one o'clock game that I'm watching. Uh, Carolina at Nolens. Um, Nolens uh, won last week uh, on the bye, so they finally got a, a, a W because uh, they were off. And Carolina, um, Carolina lost at home to Chicago last week in a game that was not nearly as close as the score indicated. Um, Teddy played exactly like I would expect him to play um, where he, he makes a few throws here and there, but just not um, look Chicago's secondary is very tough right now. Um, The pass rush got to him early and often Um, they got in his head and he was kind of afraid to take, take the risk and get turned over. Um, They, they shut uh, Mike Davis down. Um, he did get that one touchdown, which was gifted to them. They got the ball at the one fucking yard line off some bullshit pass interference call. Um, so he pounded that in. Uh, but look, Carolina is exceeding expectations. Uh, it's a tough division. Uh, I think Teddy's given them kind of everything they could have hoped for. Um, and they're getting more than than I think anybody hoped for uh, out of Robbie Anderson. He's he's uh, turned out to be good. Uh, as As good as everybody saw in the flashes uh, under Adam Gase and just, just more proof that – uh, if you want somebody to be good, uh, let Adam Gase think they're not good and, and trade them away. 100. <laughs> There's really nothing to add to that. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, Carolina's defense, um, they're going – this is going to be a unit. This is going to be one of the like the top units in a couple years in the de- in right. defensive units. Right. They got four rookies there, um, and they're they're kind of piecing it together um they're doing what they can uh i think matt rule's got a good uh, thing going there uh they seem to be uh relatively disciplined um they had a few penalties but nothing ridiculous last week and i think they have a future um you know on on defense um i'm just i'm not sure who's going to be their quarterback two years from now because probably won't be won't be teddy b um it really as well as they're playing now i think you uh, put Christian McCaffrey on this team and, and they maybe are able to win a couple of these games that they've lost so far. Um, he's one of the most dynamic players in the league. Uh, he's probably not going to make it back this week. I think they're targeting uh, week eight for his return. Um, they said four to six weeks. Uh, we are at week five right now. So uh, he comes back next week. That would be six because uh, I'm good like that. Um, but, but New Orleans, uh, they, there's Michael Thomas, some serious doubt that he's going to play this week. Still, um, he still hasn't practiced. Um, he, he sat out today. So, I mean, Thursday practices are huge. If he doesn't practice tomorrow, forget it. He's, he's not going to make it. 
Yeah, I mean, he's got a hamstring now. The the I'll tell you what though, I don't remember seeing this many high ankle sprains. Tons, tons of high ankle sprains. Uh, I mean, the 49ers have like six of them right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Like Most seriously. Garoppolo had one. Yeah. Uh, Mostert has one now. Mm-hmm. Tevin Coleman has one. Uh, Quan Alexander has a high ankle sprain. I had a high ankle sprain. <laughs> <laughs> Just watching the games. No, I actually did. That was that was, and I'm telling you right now, it is one of the worst injuries. I I've had a broken foot. I've had a high ankle sprain. The high ankle sprain took longer to heal than the broken foot that I had surgery on. Yeah, yeah, they say it's no joke. My, my high the 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 sprain in my ankle literally bothered me for like con, like the pain didn't fully go away for over a year. Wow. Yeah. So. Um... Divisional game. I think the Saints really need this one. Um, if if they lose, uh, that would drop them below Carolina in the standings. Let's see. So Carolina would go to four and three. Saints would go to three and three. So the Saints would be at uh, five hundred, and Carolina would be uh, four three six. So yeah. So that would that would drop them below um, Carolina in the standings. Uh, they got to win this one. They they have to. Um, I'm going to go with uh, New Orleans and, and Breeze to pull this one out, but I don't feel good about it. I mean, Breeze, uh, I, I think, I think they'll, they'll stick with the run and Camaro will probably chew them up. He'll probably have 150 to 200 all-purpose yards um, in this game. So uh, I think Car- uh, New Orleans gets the win. I was actually just about to say, I think Camaro has a huge game. Yeah, it's, um, it's fucking Chicago did not – when they ran the ball, um, they, they were able to, to get some, some nice chunk plays, but – they didn't stick with it. Um, I think New Orleans is, is going to stick with it. And, and uh, I feel like I don't think it's just going to be the, I think it's going to be like those, those long handoffs, you know, like the, yeah. the, the little short, you know, dump downs. Since Michael Thomas has been out, you've seen Drew Brees look more and more to that quick. You know, it's not lot, like lots of dump offs, lots of shallow crosses and, and just you know, he's the ball not out even, of his hands. I don't feel like he has a, a, a lot of trust in his receivers. So mm. I, I I feel like they're going to exploit that. They're going to exploit those young uh, defenders on Carolina. And I think Alvin Kamara has one of those, like, you know, 180-yard days. Yep. Yeah, I agree. All right. Buffalo at the Jets. Um, this will be a quick one. Uh, Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo, Buffalo's going to win. So I think Buffalo's been exposed a little bit over the last two games, uh, but a divisional opponent uh, that is one of the worst teams in the league, um, clearly an inferior opponent. I think this is a game that Buffalo probably runs up the score and beat the living shit out of the Jets. Um, you know, the Jets coming fresh off their trade of their best player. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're, we're sorry, not not their trade. They couldn't even pull that off. They couldn't even do that right. They released Le'Veon Bell. Uh, who, who signs with the Chiefs? More on that later. Um, but the Jets are just—they're a freaking disaster. Um, Flacco's probably going to get to start again this this week. Um, and Buffalo has a lot of aggression, a lot of frustration to take out. I think McDermott will have them very ready. I think Josh Allen looks a little uh, closer to his um, 
his form that he had in the first uh, first four games of the season, and I think Buffalo destroys the Jets in this one. I think the line yeah. is now at like fourteen points. Yeah, it, it's it's gonna it's gonna get ugly fast, and it's gonna stay ugly. Um, I don't think there's a team in the NFL that the Jets can beat. I know. I, I really don't think so either. I think it's going to take um, like a rainy or snowy or something game this year where it's just like it comes down to pure luck and whoever has the ball last. Something crazy like that. Or, or, for, or for they get, get somebody in MetLife that, that they get seven ACLs. Yeah, or, or you know, like a, a team that has a, a shitty backup quarterback and they the quarterback gets injured or something. It's It's going to take a miracle for them to get a win this year. Yeah. And, I, and I hope they I, do I just, because I really don't want to see Trevor Lawrence go to the, the, the Jets. I just – I feel I, like – I actually, I actually saw a thing today that said that if the, the Jets are going to be the number one – he's not going to get an agent, and if the Jets have the number one pick, they, they will not uh, – he won't come out. Hmm. He'll, I, he'll I, come I, back. He'll go back to Clemson. That might, <laughs> but, might, but it's not going to – Joke's on Joke's on him. They'll be 0-16 next year. I, I was just going to say, the only <laughs> thing that can stop them from getting the first pick in the draft in 2021 is Trevor Lawrence. So it's not it's not going to really do anything. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think he'd be better off, like, letting them draft him and then, um, you know, holding out for a trade. Remember a couple weeks ago I said that one of these New York teams is probably going to give up on their on – the, on their quarterback, if not both of them. Yeah. I, I feel like the Jets have given up on Sam Darnold. They, they may have, um, but, you know, he's injured. So, uh, all right, so we both go in Buffalo in this one. Um, I, I'm going to steal this. I didn't make this up, but um, this week we have WTF against WFT, Washington football team against what the fuck, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> wow. How do you get – look, can we just take a minute to say how stupid all the – there's not going to be that big a drop-off between um, Dak Prescott and Andy Dalton people were. If you said that, <laughs> smack yourself in the head because it's, it's just amazing how people forget. Andy Dalton was not good in Cincinnati. He hasn't been good in years. He's never won a playoff game. He, he's mediocre at best. And Dak Prescott was having a, an historic season. Yeah, I get it. They got a ton of weapons, but you see he can't move he has zero movement zero escapability he doesn't really have much of a pocket presence anymore he's inaccurate he doesn't have the army he's, he's freaking horrible he's horrible the only thing okay. only thing that can I'll, save the cowboys right now is trading for ryan fitzpatrick i'm not going to smack myself in the head <laughs> oh did you say that did you say i that? did not say i did not say that there wouldn't be any fall off there's no question in my mind Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Andy Dalton. I thought they were going to lean on Zeke more and just still be it's able one. to grind it they out in games. They tried. Yeah. I'm well, not blaming this loss on Andy Dalton. I'm blaming this loss on Ezekiel Elliott, who gave up who he gave up two fumbles. Yeah, three fumbles in the first half, two of them lost. Yeah. So I'm I'm blaming this one on on Zeke. But um You know who's loving and, the Cowboys season so far? Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> He's like, see? <laughs> but um, Andy Dalton had – had he's good enough that the, the Cowboys should be able to elevate his game. Okay. They, they have enough Matt, weapons around him. Matt Moore came into the Chiefs 
last year, and he wasn't Patrick Mahomes, but they didn't lose a game. Yeah. You know, they they still used their weapons. It's and, – and I'll give you kudos on this because you called it early. It's McCarthy. Mm-hmm. McCarthy, you talk about – we talked about the great coaches like Tomlin and Vrabel, and we didn't mention Shanahan, but Shanahan. Shanahan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's on the other end of the spectrum this year. Yeah. You have and- that much talent. You have that much talent, and your team is doing this in his, in this division. You you should quit. His teams are never like prepared. You quit. He he can't motivate them, um, and he he has no situational awareness. Um, he doesn't make halftime adjustments, and the the players are roasting him right now. It's a shit show right now in Dallas, um, and it's a shame because they have the best wide receiver trio in the entire NFL, and it's really not that close. It's I there it's. They're they're stacked at wide receiver. Um, it's look their their line isn't what people what what it used to be. Um, they but you know it's 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 really not the offense that's been the problem. The defense is what no, is the problem. No, no, I agree. But I think the offensive line is preventing them from masking some of the deficiencies in the defense by grinding it out um, and chewing yeah. up clock and putting together these long drives. So they're they're forced to go with these huge you know uh, chunk plays, um, which. Dak was good at, and and Andy Dalton was not. So yeah, you know, I I saw I saw a, a stat the other day, and it said something like uh, the the Cowboys have allowed I think like fourteen passing touchdowns and like seven rushing touchdowns so far. Uh, the last team to allow like fourteen and seven through six games was the 2005 San Francisco 49ers coached by Mike Nolan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know, maybe we should stop giving Mike Nolan all this credit that he's this defensive guru if uh, his defenses keep getting shredded. Doug Peterson just called a quarterback sneak on third and two. I love it. Yep. Um, didn't work. Um, yeah. They're, they're Carson, w- Carson Wentz is, is six foot five. I feel like that's not, and, and I've seen, you've seen sometimes he gets like three or four yards when he dives forward. Yeah. Well, they lost yardage here and guess what? They're going for it. Cause Doug Peterson is smarter than everybody else. Oh, Lane Johnson off the field already. You gotta be fucking kidding me. This team's a mess. An absolute mess. Anywho, um, so on to, on to Washington football team, who's also an absolute mess. Um, I actually think <laughs> I like Washington in this one. Uh, I, don't, I think uh, Chase Young could have three sacks uh, in this game. I think they're going to get after. Uh, they're going to stack the box. They're going to uh, make Andy Dalton beat them deep, and although the receivers will be able to beat them deep, I don't, I don't think that he will be able to capitalize. Um, I think Washington gets the win. Um, I'm going to disagree with you on this one. Right. I'm going to go Dallas because I know it's 2020 <laughs> and I know there's no Dak and I know they just got a mud hole stomped in them and everything is pointing towards stay away from the Cowboys. But I got to figure one week this, this year, they're going to beat them boys. And I feel like this is the kind of game that people oh, are, are, are doubting them. Jalen Hurts in at quarterback, Carson Wentz in at wide receiver. 
Um, yeah. Hey, they got a good they got a good spark off of that last mm-hmm. week. Yeah, oh, I heard a great quote about that though. Uh, Dan Orlovsky said, "Putting Jalen Hurts in the game is like visiting Las Vegas. The longer you stay, the more trouble you're going to get yourself into." Uh, <laughs> and and it's it's a great point. Um, it, it, it's it, yeah, they're they're going to disrupt the flow saw- of the offense. They're going to find themselves scheming in ways just to get him in the game. Um, it's just, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I've never been a fan of, of stuff like that. It doesn't work with, with Taysom Hill in New Orleans. No, I, I would say it's, it's not a, like, if you're talking if it, like it's first and, and goal from like the, the five or six sometimes, I think a play like that is great because it's, it can be hard to score from, the four or five yard line sometimes. So they just, you, they just picked up a first down, right? Um, and it's first uh-huh. and 10 and they're, they're driving and that's the, the, the play that they run. And it resulted in an, I think an illegal formation and they got marched backwards. So it's just, it, it, I feel like his, his feel for these situations is off. Uh, but anyway, we're, we're, we're off track here. So um, you got Dallas, I got Washington green Bay, uh, at Houston, Green Bay got the shit kicked out. Oh, I had so much fun watching that game. That game was as enjoyable as a Bears blowout. Um, watch, watching Green Bay just get a mud hole stomped in them by a team that Chicago just manhandled. Uh, well, I don't say manhandled. We won by a point, but we beat the shit out of Brady in that offense and held them to one touchdown, uh, and, and they, they just got blown out. Um, I don't want to read too much into this um, other than the fact that uh, Aaron Rodgers still is a whiny bitch, and if you get to him early and often, um, he shuts down. Uh, I think that's always kind of been the MO on him. The, the issue yeah, is if, he's so good, up- it's hard to get to him because he'll get the ball out. If you beat up that pocket, um, he's going to start making mistakes, mm-hmm. and that's and it's I. You have to have a team. I feel like you have to have a team that you can get pressure with four guys. Yeah, yeah. No, because you're you're right. Yep. Because if if you're dropping, if you're dropping seven and and rushing four, and they're getting home. He's. I know he's. He's mobile and everything, but he does not like to be hit. Yeah. Well, look. I mean, like um, Tampa Bay was blitzing him last week, and it, it. He wasn't able to take advantage of it. In fact, it forced him into a couple of mistakes. Those, those two picks um, on back-to-back series really, really screwed the team there. Uh, all right. So we got Eagles first and goal from the one. Boston Scott's in the backfield. I have money on Boston Scott to be the first touchdown scorer of the game. Let's see what we happens. picked up. Boston Scott. Uh, snap, hand off to Boston Scott, and fuck you, Carson Wentz. Touchdown. God damn it. Anywho. What a piece of shit. Yeah, what a piece of shit. Um, yeah, so, um, you yeah, know, Green Bay got, got manhandled, and uh, Houston had a, a, a valiant comeback, but a devastating loss. Um, this game, Vegas thinks this is going to be a pretty close game. Um, I think it's Green Bay uh, minus three and a half at this fo- uh, at this point. Uh, I think Green Bay will beat the shit out of Houston. I still think their uh, Green Bay is is a good team, and I think Aaron Rodgers will have a bounce back game. I've heard a lot of quote unquote experts um, say that this this is more what Aaron Rodgers is now, um, and he's just been playing over his head. Um, the the teams that Green Bay has beat at this point are far from impressive. Green Bay has beat. The Vikings, the Lions, the Falcons, and the Saints. 
So they, you know, they really haven't beat anybody. Um, right. Uh, and then the first time they play a, a true contender, uh, like the Bucks, uh, they get the shit kicked out of them. So it, it is possible that they just have been beating up on inferior opponents and, and, and they're really not all that good. Um, I, I don't think their, their defense is, is, uh, is as strong as it has been. I think uh, it's been masked by the amount of points they've been able to put up, which again, they're, they're not putting up points against good teams. It, it, it's, it looks similar to, to last year. Mm-hmm. You know, they're probably an 11, 12, 13 win team because they're going to beat the teams they're supposed to beat. And when they get into the the tough nitty gritty games, they're gonna like if you push Green Bay around, they'll you they'll let you push them around. I mean, San Francisco had three hundred yards fucking rushing off. Yeah, you know, and you can run on you can if you just pound the ball, you can run the ball on Green Bay all day. Absolutely, Ronald Jones was gashing them last week gashing them and part of it was because they had a lead but i mean that's even worse because you got a lead and you know they're just milking the clock and running the ball and they they just absolutely positively couldn't stop they 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 had a stat they said the last tampa bay buck to to run for 100 yards three games in a row was doug martin and troy Aikman goes the muscle hamster right Mm -hmm. and he goes oh everybody's looking at me like i'm crazy because that wasn't his name it was he goes he goes, the producer's looking at me. He's like, yeah. He goes, that was his name, right? He goes, well, he goes, I hope so. I don't want him waiting for me outside. <laughs> muscle hamster, mighty, mighty mouse. I don't think he actually liked any of those nicknames, but that's what they used to call him. I wouldn't want to be called a muscle hamster. That sounds weird as shit. Sounds like a cartoon character. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm going to go with Green Bay in this one. I do think Houston's probably the second best team that they've played this year, which doesn't say a whole heck of a lot. Um, but um, let's see what happens in this game. Um, if Green Bay loses, then I think that shows us a little bit more about who they are, but I, I think they'll come away with the win. I'm going Green Bay. I got Green Bay. Um, I, don't, I don't have a lot of faith in, in Houston. Like I said, I think they're, they're just good enough to be a little bit dangerous. But um, I think this is one of those games that Green Bay is supposed to win and they're going to win. Um, but I, I think – I don't know if last week is the team that they are and the player that – that Aaron Rodgers is now, but I don't think he's or the Packers are what they were the first few weeks of the season. I think it's somewhere in between. Um, I think Green Bay really played above their head that last year and they started off that same way this year with the cushy schedule. So let's see what happens when things get a little. Yeah. Remember him last year at the beginning? Yeah. We have a defense. Yeah. We've got a defense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay at Las Vegas. Big news today in the NFL, Las Vegas has put five players on the COVID reserve list, including four starting offensive uh, linemen, and that is after they put the fifth offensive lineman on the COVID list yesterday. So now their entire starting offensive line uh, is questionable for Sunday. Um, That's not good when you're playing against a team that just beat the shit out of Aaron Rodgers uh, last week in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, the timing could not be worse for Las Vegas. Uh, if, if they miss the game, which it l- certainly looks like they're going to, I don't know that it changes my, my uh, opinion because I, I had Tampa Bay to win this one, but this could be an absolute fucking bloodbath. Oh, they're also the fifth player that they put on today was John Abram. So one of, one of their best defensive players. 
Yeah, um, I didn't think the Raiders were gonna were gonna beat the Bucks anyway. I thought the Raiders were gonna give them. Yeah, I mean the Raiders they, they are coming off of beating the Chiefs. Yep. So they can, you know, they can play with anybody, but I think the Bucks are are figuring stuff out a little bit more. I'm still a little worried and a little leery about the chemistry with with Brady and those those receivers, and. I'm not 100% sure that he's as well-liked in Tampa Bay by some of the players. Um, during the, the Chicago game, he's barking and yelling. And mm-hmm. the, way he, the way he's yelling at some of his offensive linemen, I'm almost like at some point somebody might say to him, hey, this is not New England. Yeah, you, you haven't won. Not you Tom haven't won. Brady from five years ago, where you can get away with yeah. whatever you want. You, you haven't won six rings for us, so yeah. Yeah, you haven't you won know, six games. You're a you're a buccaneer. <laughs> yeah, you're a buccaneer, and you're not uh, a Warren Sapp or a Warwick Dunn. You know, you're not one of those buccaneers with the title. You're on the Buccaneers now, so you know, and 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 a lot of the miscommunications with the receivers look like they're his fault. Yeah. There's definitely been some, some questionable things, uh, you know, on the offensive yeah. side of the ball, we joke that he may be the weak link on the offense. Um, you know, I, I still, I still contend maybe this team is, is, is better equipped uh, to have a quarterback like Jameis that can still push the ball downfield. But um, in two minutes, maybe a little less like, like maybe, you know, who, you know, who might be the perfect quarterback for, for this team. Who? Josh Allen. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, honestly, in a lot of ways, Tampa, Tampa Bay and Buffalo have, have pretty similar rosters. Um, they've got, you know, a decent, decent defense. Uh, I think uh, Buffalo's secondary is, is quite a bit better than Tampa Bay's. Um, they've got decent running backs and, and some, some um, deep threat wide receivers in uh, Evans and uh, Diggs. Um, yeah, they're pretty similar. I could, I could see that because, you know, that would allow them to take some more risks and, and you, you got lots of big play uh, capability on the outside and, and a defense that could maybe get the ball back for you. or You know, stops. Troy Aikman said it, I thought, best, and it kind of clicked for me. Uh, he said in New England, the progressions were, you know, from short to long. Mm-hmm. In Tampa Bay, it's from long, long to, to short. short. Yeah, and he's like, it may not seem like that big of a deal, but you know, when you have two seconds to figure out who you're going to throw to, it's a huge deal, mm-hmm. changing everything in your mind. He's like, it's like doing everything in your job backwards. So, uh, with that being said, I still think the Bucks. Uh, oh yeah, they're, they're going to they're going to blow too up. much game, too much going on with the with, with Vegas. Um, but I, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of worried about the Bucks. It, I think they're at that point where they kind of have to either start, you know, pushing towards, you know, that that real solid unit, or I think they're gonna, they're gonna falter, and you know, they're gonna be one of those teams that's like. They they start losing games that you're like, how the hell did they lose to them? So I could see that the the next stretch of the schedule is pretty friendly for Tampa Bay. They've got the Raiders, um, which is is a formidable opponent, but with with, with what's going on right now, I, I don't see how they pull this game out. 
Um, they've got Raiders, Giants, Saints, Panthers, Rams. Those are all very winnable games. And then the Chiefs at home. But then after, the, after that Chiefs game, you ready? You ready for how they finish out the season? Vikings, Falcons, Lions, Falcons. So, so they, they have maybe two losses. They, they, yeah. So I could see them being 12 and four um, be, just because of the, their schedule. Um, yeah, that's, uh, this, is, this is the time. They can't afford to lose, obviously, a game like this um, with, with this cushy part of the schedule coming up. Uh, Kansas City at Denver. Kansas City uh, won differently last week. <laughs> they kept the ball on the ground. Uh, and uh, they, they've got a new weapon uh, going into this week's game. They do. They the, do. The beneficiary uh, of Adam Gase's uh, release of Le'Veon Bell. And, and, you know, everybody keeps saying, oh, they've got a new, another start. And they do. They have, a, they have another player. And, but I don't think you're going to see Le'Veon Bell of Pittsburgh. You know, it's not, he's not going to be a focal point on this team, especially not the first couple of weeks. I think they're going to have every game. They're going to have five, six, seven plays for him. Mm-hmm. Running I think, and I think Le'Veon Bell takes Darrell Williams role um, as, as sort of like a, a rest back for, for um, Edwards Elaire. And I think that he's their, he's their goal line back because Elaire clearly can't do it. Um, they've given right. up on on trying to get him work inside the ten, um, so I think that's where he uh, comes in handy. I think he could be value for valuable for fantasy. I could see him being a guy that gets you know ten points every single week. Um, you know, maybe gets only ten touches, but you know he's probably good for two or three catches and 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 maybe a touchdown uh, if he's right. They're a team that's going to move the ball a lot. He he will make a difference. I think you'll have a couple of those games where he has like some really good numbers where he makes a big play. But I don't think it's going to be every game. I don't think they're going to change anything. They're, they're not going to take touches away from the guys that they already have to make sure they get Le'Veon Bell touches. Yeah, that's what everybody keeps saying. Like, it's just another mouth to feed. Um, look, their, their offense has, has plenty of food to go around, number one. I, I think more where his value is is inside the 10 because they, I, they, they realize that Hilaire is, is not able to do that at this point in his career. Um, it hasn't worked out so far. Whether he, he's able to adjust is, is another story. Um, but also I think that the bigger issue, the bigger uh, advantage is in a game like last week where they just decide they want to they grind it out. And yes, they wanted to uh, keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hand. Uh, and disrupt his rhythm and really control the clock. But also, let's not forget, it was pouring rain, um, and, and Buffalo can be run on. So that, that all just worked out perfectly for you know, what the Chiefs had game plan. But in a game like that where they're going to grind it out, that just gives them another, another back to rotate in there and to make sure everybody's fresh. So this could, we could be looking at one of those games right here um, because they could be up big on Denver. Um, I wouldn't be surprised uh, for them to maybe break him in a little bit and, and give him a few extra carries in this one if they're up big time. Yeah, I, I, I think you'll see some uh, decent amount of sets with Bell and Alaire mm-hmm. on the field at the same time. You can line Bell up in a slot. You can line Bell up out wide. You can line him up at H-back. You can line him up. He's, he's almost like the original like kind of Swiss Army knife player, that, that positionless player, yep. you know, that, that did so many different things. And 
why he's not in Pittsburgh anymore is because he did so many of those things that he wanted to be paid for somebody who did everything. So um, I, I definitely think that this is a huge signing for the Chiefs. And I kind of wonder if – because Mostert's going to be out for several weeks. I kind of wonder if he got hurt a week earlier if 49ers make a run at, at Le'Veon Bell. I, I definitely think that San Francisco is incredibly banged up at the running back position, which you know, obviously. So, yeah, that, that might it might have made a push or a little bit bigger push for him. Uh, whether it would have made a difference or not, it seemed like he – he kind of just wanted to go to a team that's favored to win the Super Bowl so he could just step in there and get himself a ring. Um, he's certainly not being paid very much. He's paying his uh, prorated no. portion of a million bucks. Um, our, our next game, San Francisco at New England. Uh, Niners fresh, real fresh, off, fresh off of uh, a spanking of the Rams. Yes. Um, game plan for, for, for Niners-Rams was – Phenomenal. The first drive of the game looked like something from last year. They pounded the ball. They used a lot of the misdirections. They immediately got oh, – Carson Wentz just took a bad sack. They immediately got Debo, Kittle into the game. They got Mostert going. If Mostert doesn't get hurt at the end of the first half, they probably win this game by three touchdowns because the, as, as good as the 49ers played, Jared Goff played even worse. I've, I've never seen Goff miss this many throws. Like he had probably four throws to guys that were wide open downfield. He had one throw to, to cup about 50 yards downfield would have been an easy touchdown. Yeah, that was horrible. I saw that. That he just, he just threw it on the wrong side of him. Um, Golf's a guy that gets confused easily. You, you mix up his coverages, uh, go back to 2018 um, where, you know, um, I think it was week, I remember it was week six, week nine. Uh, Chicago had that 15 to six game, uh, Monday, uh, Sunday night football. Um, they, they just beat the shit out of him. He was, uh, awful the whole game. Uh, and, uh, that's what San Francisco did to him. They just game plan for it per- perfectly. And I know that's the same game plan Chicago is going to bring, uh, to them this week. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was nice to see San Francisco get back at it. Jimmy G was healthy. He was able to plant that foot. Um, you know, like Collinsworth kept pointing out over and over and over again, look at his foot, look at his foot, look at his foot, look at his foot. <laughs> no, no. The line of the night from, Col- from, from, uh, Chris Collins. He's a beast from the waist him. down. <laughs> from the waist down. Yeah. Wow. Chris, he's a beast. He, you know, wow. he has no idea that he's saying these things either. He just, I, no, he doesn't. He that's, doesn't. that's what's so would, great about it. I would love, I would love to invite Chris Collinsworth over to like a Fourth of July party <laughs> and, and see him get like eight or nine scotches in him. Yeah. And then let him really start going. Chris Collinsworth, pro- almost, almost my boss at one point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he, he runs P. Well, I got all kinds of music going on here. Chris Chris Collinsworth owns a uh, uh, PFF. He's the president of Pro Football Focus. Oh, is he? Yep, yep. Um. So, but uh, yeah, it was that was he had some funny shit to say. That was uh, that was funny. Yeah, I I am one of the people who love 
Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's okay. He's he's harmless. Um, he, he is, but you know what? I bet you he is. I bet you he is less than harmless. You get a, you get like six or seven scotches in him. He's he probably has a mouth on him, and it's yeah. unbelievable. He's probably talking about people's wives. <laughs> I, yeah, I I can see that. I can see that. Um, so the the Niners uh, headed to New England. Um, New England. Jimmy lost- G returning to New England. They they lost a stinker last week. Yeah, they did not look very good. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, they're getting a couple offensive linemen back. Patriots are getting a couple offensive linemen back. Yeah, they got they got Michelle on um, on IR now. Um, I think uh, Damian Harris is going to be the the go to guy, and they're and they're going to try to ground it out a little bit more. Um, I, I think uh, the the key to this game, though, I think is going to lie if if the Forty ers can run the ball and get some of their their play action going. Um, I think they can win this game. Um, Look, I I'm not a Cam Newton hater. But he really, what has he done this year to, to show you that I, I just – I mean, look at the, the game he had last week, right? So you're facing a team that's without their uh, best offensive player. Melvin Gordon mm-hmm. is the best – well, may, at this point, it could be – you could argue that Judy's their, their best offensive player. But Melvin Gordon's their most proven offensive player. Um, they've got their starting quarterback coming back, who we don't even know if is any good yet, and Drew Locke. Um, and Drew Locke goes for a whopping 10 of 24 for 189 yards and two picks. And what does Newton do? He outstinks him, um, 157 in two picks. Um, and, and they aren't able to muster anything more than one touchdown. And that came in the fourth quarter when they were down 18 to nothing, uh, 18 to three. So I, I mean, but, but what I worry about is they've had the 49ers have had some trouble with mobile quarterbacks. And, you know, but it's usually guys like uh, Murray or, or uh, Russell Wilson that have the threat, you know, that they're really worried about them throwing it. Mm-hmm. And then they break off the long run. I don't know if they're as worried with he, he's Cam, a lot of Cam running it. runs. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't, I don't think, it, this is one of those – If I think if the 49ers are at full strength and the Patriots are at full strength, 49ers beat this team. 49ers are at full strength with against this Patriots team now, they, they blow the doors off of them. Mm-hmm. But um, I think there's, there's so many variables with, with the 49ers. They, uh, Michael Hasty came in, in in the second half. He actually ran the ball a little bit better than McKinnon. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking that he'll probably get a few, a few more carries this week, but, um, is Jeff Wilson coming back this week? I don't believe so. Okay. They, they don't expect him to be back this week. Uh, so I, so I think hasty, it's going to be hasty and, and McKinnon. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think um, my only concern in this one for San Francisco is that Belichick's coming off of a bad loss, um, and and they're they're at a point now 
uh, where they, they actually have to start getting concerned um, that uh, Buffalo and Miami uh, may start to run away. run away with this division here. Yeah. Um, New England sitting at two and three. If it wasn't for the Jets, um, you know, it might be might have some fear that they'd be in last place. Uh, but I I do think San Francisco is a very well uh, a very good coach team. Uh, we talked about uh, Shanahan uh, being in in the same vein uh, and when it comes to strategizing and game planning as um, as Tomlin and Vrabel. Uh, and I think that. Um, I think that San Francisco is going to have a good game plan uh, for containing Newton. So uh, I like San Francisco to win this one. Yeah, I do not like New England to win this. <laughs> <laughs> so are are you are you picking not New England or are you picking uh, New or San Francisco? Because last week you picked not not the Rams. Right. <laughs> so that was San Francisco, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Thanks for clearing no, I, that up. Yeah, yeah. I um, I'm 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 going to go with with Jimmy G. Uh, I think he's getting on the right track. Um, uh, last week was the first week that their their starting core players practiced together the whole time. The, uh, this this whole season. So that's the first time. Kittle, Debo Samuel, Kittle, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Garoppolo, Mostert, and Ayuk and Bourne all practiced the same day. Wow. That's the first time that their starting unit practiced the same day. So uh, I, I think that they'll have a few more plays. I think they get Ayuk uh, a few more touches. Uh, I, love, I love what they do with, with – uh, Samuel, I, I'm hoping that they get him the, they get him a, a little bit more time. They get Garoppolo a little bit more time so they can get some balls downfield. But Trent Williams is iffy also. Mm. He it, This is the craziest shit. He actually was evaluated for a concussion during the game. During the game, sure. And he's iffy with an ankle injury. <laughs> I don't know when he hurt his ankle, but. Uh, he's probably taking a shit or something, mm. but. All right. Well, uh, on to Jacksonville at the Chargers. Uh, oh, God. Oh God. <laughs> Jacksonville sucks. Um, I really like uh, what Justin Herbert has brought to um, the Chargers. Uh, they get uh, healthy with Keenan Allen this week. Uh, Eckler's still out. Um, so they're going to run with Joshua Kelly and uh, Justin Jackson in the backfield. Um, but um the, the Chargers are starting to get healthy on the offensive side of the ball um, with the exception of Eckler. I think Mike Williams is a couple weeks removed from his injury now. Um, and I just don't see anything to like about Jacksonville at all. I mean, they're, they're just, they have a bunch of guys. They've got uh, a little bit of talent uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, some, some young players that you're excited about um, LaVisca Chenault and uh, of course, DJ Chark and uh, the running back whose name escapes me at the moment. Um. Uh, James Robinson, uh, the rookie, uh, sixth rounder. Uh, but um, I just don't. I, I don't. It's going to be. I'm sure they're going to win a few more games this year. But I, I don't know. I'm looking at their schedule. I don't know any games that I'm going to pick them to win in. Um, they've got the Chargers this week, then Texans, Packers, Steelers, Browns. Uh, maybe I'll pick them against the Vikings, um, and then uh, Titans, Ravens, Bears, Colts. Yeah, tough, tough 
sledding coming up. Um, maybe, maybe they're, they're favored in, in the Vikings game and that's it. Um, I, I don't see any way that um, they win much more than one or two more games. Um, and again, you know, kind of, kind of lucky uh, to, to pull that out. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, the chargers in this one. I think they're going to light up Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, I think the chargers win uh, this, you know, Jacksonville might put up some points against, uh, against LA, but I, I, I like Herbert. I like the things he does. He usually makes one really crappy play, uh, a game, but I, I think he'd have to make like four or five of them to lose to, uh, to Jacksonville. And I think the chargers win this one pretty easy. Mm-hmm. So, so far, the only game that we differ on is Dallas and Washington, right? Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's yeah. going to be the yeah. only one. Probably. Probably. Um, Seattle at Arizona. Um, Cardinals uh, with a big win last week against Dallas, but they did not – Kyler Murray did not look good. That was not – that, that was a shit show. I think they're one of, they're one of my teams – when you kind of look at the who's for real, who's better than their record, and who's not as good as their record, I think they're one of those teams that's not as good as their as their record. Yeah, I agree. We all got kind um, of excited about them um, when they when they beat the Niners to to open the season, and then um, you know took care of business against Washington. We all started going, "Uh oh, here we go." Um, but they still got a lot of holes on the defensive side of the ball, um, and their offense does not look like it's doesn't I, look. I'm I'm confused. I, I I'm real. I'm I'm confused because he got the quarterback he wanted. Kingsbury, you know, um, traded up or uh, traded uh, Josh Rosen after he was just drafted in the first round, um, and said, "This is the guy I need to run my offense." Um, they still have Larry Fitzgerald, who is is not the Larry Fitzgerald of old. Um, he's the old Larry Fitzgerald, but um, he can beat um, beat corners just with his route running ability and his smarts. Um, they've, they got, they got weapons, man. DeAndre Hopkins and, um, Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk with that huge, um, touchdown reception last year. Um, Kenyon Drake still, you know, a pretty versatile player. Um, I, I just, I, I'm not sure. I'm not even seeing any evidence of what they say they want to do. It doesn't even look like they're attempting to do it. Um, when, when they're out on the field, there's just a lot of like short passes. Um, yeah really we just weird i i can't i don't know what to make of them uh, but i think you're right i don't think they're as good as their four and two record indicates um they've again beat some bad teams so um san francisco aside in week one because san francisco was healthy at that point um which is that still just baffles me how that happened um but they beat, well, they, beat they, Washington. they weren't they weren't necessarily healthy they 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 had no no debo no they were I, healthy healthy on the defensive side of the ball at least when the game started anyway <laughs> Yeah, and then Sherman got hurt, yeah. and uh, Kittle got hurt. Yeah, um, but you look at the teams that Arizona's beat, and they beat Washington, they beat the Jets, and they beat the Cowboys. So they may have beat three of the bottom five teams in the NFL already. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you're right. I don't think they're as good as the record indicates. And a divisional opponent this year, that is probably better than the record indicates. Um, and I think Seattle's going to continue to improve as the year goes on. Um, Seattle's divisional... another team, though, that I'm surprised they didn't they didn't go after uh, pass rusher. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Um, you know, they because I, their defense is 
to, to their practice squad. So they're, they're clearly not sold on, on their defensive front. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised too. Uh, maybe they didn't, maybe they just didn't want to. Um, yeah. They didn't want to pay, the, pay price. the price, but uh, their, their defense has some holes in it and they, they haven't beaten. It's not like they've beaten, beaten like top tier teams either. Right. So uh, their offense is, is, yeah, that's true. I mean, so so looking looking at Seattle, who they've beat so far, they beat the Falcons, uh, Patriots. So obviously, you know, again, jury's still out on them. They are they are two and three. Uh, Falcons, Patriots, Cowboys, Dolphins, Vikings. So yeah, they haven't beat anybody yet either. And they've given up points, lots of points. <laughs> you know, so, but I think the Seahawks win this game. Yeah, um, I think I think they, you know. They both of these teams continue to do what what they've been doing this year, and that's enough for Seattle to win. DK Metcalf looks unstoppable. Yep, a lot of people were wrong about him, myself included. I I was wrong. Yep, I was wrong. Um, I, I'm going to say three quarters of the way wrong because I still think AJ Brown might be better. Yeah, I mean he's just I. I think they're just Met, in two different places. Metcalf looks like you know a guy that maybe two years from now is like the undisputed best wide receiver in the league. I mean, it's, he's, he's only a saw is his second year. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing what he's done. And, you know, he's got a good quarterback obviously and, and other weapons as well, which helps sort of distract the defense. Um, last game of the week, Chicago at Los Angeles. Um, oh, yeah. Um, so the, the Chicago last week, they, I, I sent you some clips of some of those absolutely atrocious, um, calls. So I, I, I'm not a fan of the officiating this year. Um, and, and I have been known to complain about the, the, uh, officials, but what gets me is the game changing calls. The ones that completely flip fields, they take away turnovers, whatever, whatever the case is. And Chicago absolutely got raped with, with calls last week. Um, an awful ghost. It almost cost them the game. It yeah, it uh, an awful ghost pass interference call on Jalen Johnson that places uh, the ball at the one yard line. They overturned a pick six um, that Eddie Johnson had. I didn't even send you that clip. Um, it was a, a pick six um, when they said that Fuller got there early. Or Jalen Johnson got there early, um, and he tipped the ball up in the air, which he's done so many times this year. He's so good at getting his hand in there and deflecting the pass. Um, he gets his hand in there. Um, the ball pops up. Uh, Eddie Jackson grabs it, runs into the end zone. It's the second time Eddie Jackson's had a pick six overturned this year. Both ones are questionable. This one was straight up bullshit. Um, and then uh, Kyle Fuller, again, flagged for a shoulder to the chest of a receiver that, that caused the fumble. Hor- that was a horrible. Absolutely horrible call. So of those two, uh, of those calls, and then you know, did I send you the picture of Allen Robinson getting mugged? No. So he's got uh, he's got a um, a corner draped all over him with his face mask in his hand, um, and um, that was uh, at the one yard line. So they got that, which they ended up having to settle for a field goal. The um, pass interference, phantom pass interference, that gave Carolina the ball at the one um, to set up their only touchdown, um, and then um, the the awful reversal on the Kyle Kyle Fuller uh, fumble, forced fumble, which led to uh, another uh, field goal for Carolina. Um, so they, they gifted them 10 of their points. Um, and, and we still pulled off the, the win by a touchdown. Um, the offense is still not clicking, but um, what's happening is 
Foles is getting the ball out quicker. Our offensive line, uh, now that we lost Daniels, is is more of a sieve, uh, and he he's not killing drives. That's the, the right now the biggest thing that I can say, and what he's bringing to the offense that Mitch wasn't doing is. I felt like every other possession with Mitch in there was a three and out. Um, Foles is sustaining the drives. He's giving the defense um, time to rest, and he's making the opposing team's defense think twice about blitzing um, because he can actually read the field and, and punish the blitz. So they're only going to get better as the, as the year goes on, the offense. Um, Anthony Miller, um, I'm, I'm almost – done with him because he's got the talent he just he's still showing up late to meetings and and things like that um he last week caught a pass was past the first down marker um and then tries to be a superstar and reverse field and go backwards and ended up losing yards um that that forced us to punt um so you know i i think mooney really is is going to continue to step up and i think by the end of the year he's their number two wide receiver got to get cole Komet involved got to stick with the run still need more running back depth but um, I feel really good because things aren't going perfect. And Nagy's a great, he's a great game planner and a, a good motivational coach. I, I feel like situational play calling is, is still not where it needs to be. Uh, but, you know, his, his first, I think we're at 37 games now. He's 24 and 13 uh, as a head coach in his first 37 games, which I think is top three in, in Bears history. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot to like about this team. Um, Rob, Robert uh, Quinn is getting healthier Every week, his uh, snaps are going up. Um, they're just, I think, going to continue to improve. Um, they get uh, John Jenkins uh, comes back off of IR this week, so they can uh, clog up the middle a little bit more. And the Rams looked like absolute dog shit last week against San Francisco. And Chicago already knows the blueprint to, to beat the crap out of golf in this offense. They did it to him in 2018 on that Sunday night game. And uh, it, we just were reminded of how – how easy it is to accomplish if you've got the right pieces. So I think that, uh, I think that they uh, go into LA and come out with a win. Yeah, I got the bears. Um, I think they're the, the 49ers uh, kind of gave golf the happy feet and they don't have anywhere near the pass rush that, that Chicago has right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not like they had Nick Bosa and, D Ford and Solomon Thomas and Kinla, all these guys were, were and Armstead were, were all over. Um, these guys were just getting close to him. And, you know, he's, he's, he's kind of throwing off of, you know, he, he's, they, they were showing his footwork and, and he was just, and you could see why he's missing passes by like 10 yards. Yeah. He's got some mechanic problems. Um, but the, the one thing that would worry me about Chicago is one of the best ways to beat the Rams is to get up two scores mm-hmm. early. And then that kind of throws them off their game. When you're looking for golf to, to throw the ball first and, and they're not getting that play action shit. Um, and the bears have had some games where they, they start off slow and they're grinding them out and they're coming back. This is a hard team to come back from. Yeah. From yeah. behind on. I, I couldn't agree more. So, um, luckily, you know, Chicago did get off to a fast start last week. I mean, they were up 20 to six in this game. 
Um, and, and it started with, with the, the first possession where they, uh, they sacked uh, Bridgewater uh, twice and, and uh, led to an interception inside the 10-yard line. Um, if they could do that again and, and get out and put points on the board early, I think you're right. Um, knowing that they're in passing situations uh, is, is certainly something that uh, is advantageous to the pass rush. When, uh, what they should do is take a, take a page out of San Fran's book from last week, start off the game with a bunch of, you know, long handoffs basically and short passes and short and, and some runs and, and try and gash the, the Rams early and don't let Aaron Donald get off. Because if they're trying, you know, they're trying a lot of these like, you know, five and seven stop step drop stuff. And Donald's going to get home. Yeah, and that's my concern because um, I have no idea who we're going to be lining up at left guard this week, and that's a and that's a problem. Well, that's um, okay because we we had we had our makeshift lot. Yeah, <laughs> and we shut Aaron Donald down. So. Yeah, that's it. You just got to You got a game plan for him. You have to decide that you want to take him out. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes teams do to to Mac and just say, "Look, we're just not going to let you beat us. Um, we're going to force you know every, everybody else to beat their one on ones." Um, you got to so- get him. You can't get into you can't, the Bears can't get into third and long situations. Correct. Yep. It, because if if they're in those, if they're in a, if they're in you know uh, first down, second down, third down situations where the Rams don't know if they're going to run or pass, and Aaron Donald has to respect the run, so they have to get the run game going. So if they can get the run game going, it'll be an, I think it'll be an easy game for the Bears. If they don't, I think it's going to be a tough game to grind out, but I still think the Bears defense takes care of business. I think the Bears defense gets a touchdown this week. Yeah, I you know, we've had a couple called Eddie Jackson's had two called back, so let's 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 get one to stick. All right, so that that does it for the games this week. Um a couple of pieces of news here. Um Des Bryant signed to the Ravens practice squad. Let's talk about it. Uh, I've seen – I saw – I'm a little bit surprised that he didn't get a shot earlier. Um, he's been heavy on, like, social media, working out with guys. There's a, a YouTube guy, Destroyer. He's a, a kicker from UCF that uh, that goes around. He You know, he, he did uh, he did a, a 40 race with uh, Tyreek Hill, and he raced uh, – he's a kicker. Mm-hmm. But he's pretty athletic. Um, he raced Marquise Goodwin. He does drills, receiver drills with some of these guys. Um, he's trying to catch on in like a Canadian football league also. But um, I, I actually saw that he was working out one time with Dez and Marquise Goodwin. And Dez didn't – I don't want to make it sound like he looked out of shape. He didn't look out of shape, but he looked – Huge. Mm-hmm. Yep, he he I, I honestly, that. he honestly looked like, you know, like a tight end, like a like close to a lineman. He was he was huge, and he didn't look, you know. I know that wasn't necessarily his game as a big shifty guy, but he didn't look like he still got to be able to run. <laughs> right. He didn't look like he was lining up outside. He looked like a, a red zone tight end only. Hey, uh, uh, real quick, I want to throw the stat at you. You tell me what you think the score is. Um, the Eagles have 10 first downs, and the Giants have run five offensive plays as the first quarter comes to a close. What do you think the score is? 
All right, I'm. I have not looked at the at the score, but I'm gonna guess ten to seven Giants. Ten to seven Eagles. <laughs> but you're close. Ten to seven Eagles. So ten first downs um, for, for the Eagles, and the Giants have run five offensive plays, uh, and, and it's a three point game. But that's that's the Eagles. They 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 aren't completing anything. They aren't. They aren't playing four quarters. They're not playing. They're not doing, you know, they're not going to, you know, they're going to have, a, they're, they're going to have a 10 play drive that finishes with field goals. You're going to have, if you have 10, 12, 13 play drives, you got to finish with a touchdown. Yeah. On, on paper, Wentz looks like he's having a good game, but um, he took a bad sack. Um, he threw a couple balls away that I, I felt like he had uh, receivers open underneath. So I will see how this game progresses, but I, I still think Philly wins. Um, yeah. So, so Des um, on the practice squad, we'll see, obviously they don't think too, too much of him or, or they would have given him a roster spot. Um, but that was one of two moves made by the Ravens today. The Ravens, uh, I believe this is the beginning of a fire sale um, or at the very least, if they can't trade away a lot of these players, I think they're going to start cutting them. Uh, the Vikings, who um, I was really down on coming into the season, uh, for some reason, a, a lot of the national media had them picked to win the NFC North. They're a shit show. And at one at five going into their bye week, uh, they trade Yannick Ngakwe, the uh, pass rush specialist who they traded for uh, from Jacksonville right before the season. They gave up a started. second round they pick. gave up a second round pick and a fifth round pick. And here we are six weeks into the season and they trade him for a third round pick. And, and he's got five sacks. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, guess what else they did today? They put Everson Griffin on injured reserve. Yeah. He just had surgery. So I think the Vikings, uh, we saw it a little bit during the game. Some of the players um, didn't look very pleased. Uh, they are right now projected to be 8 million over the cap next year. And that is assuming that we get some type of a uh, cap increase or a flat cap. If it goes down I, a little bit, they're fucked. They're not going to be able to sign. Any they're, they're predicting, they're predicting it to go down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think, um, I think they're in a lot of trouble. Um, their uh, GM Spielman was, was quoted as saying, well, I don't know if you could consider it a rebuild when you have one of the best running backs in the league. I, I don't know if that was like a sarcastic comment um, because part of the reason they're in this cap hell is because they decided to pay Dalvin cook. Um, they're, they're in bad shape. I don't, I'm not sure how quickly this gets better for them because they have a very young defense. Um, and while I, I think that they may have drafted two corners, that'll be starters for them in the league for a while. Um, it, it can sometimes take a little while for, for corners to really find their way. Um, they're not being given an opportunity to be eased into the lineup. They're counted on. Um, they have not much of a pass rush now that, um, now that Ngakwe is gone. Um, and I know they regret that Cousins contract. I, I'm just, I, I don't know where this goes for them. Um, I mean, I'm happy to watch the shit show, but what, what, what a catastrophe. Yeah, the the eighty six million guarantee kind of makes it hard for him to get out of it. So yeah, it's um, they've made some bad decisions. They the 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 trade the Diggs trade looks like it was a good one because uh, Justin Jefferson is a gem. Um, when we talked about him a lot during the draft, the guy just gets open and he's continuing to do that. Um, I mean, the where he is in the league, um, he's over five hundred yards receiving already, um, but he's forty seventh in targets, forty seventh in the league in targets. Um, with the amount of yards that he has just shows you that the big plays 
Um, and that is that is nothing to sneeze at when you consider that Kirk Cousins is his quarterback. So right, and really and talented wide receiver. He won't be forty seventh by the end of the season. No, no, he's he's going to continue to get uh, get targets. He's going to get some targets because they and and, and they're the going to be first down. couple of weeks. First couple of weeks, they didn't give him. They the did. Rock. They did. They did not. They did not. Um, so you know those those are a couple of couple of stories out of out of the football world today uh, off the field. Um, and then, oh, let's um, not let's let's not forget about the man, the myth, the legend, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown eligible. His suspension is up in eligible a week. Return. Yep. Which I thought was um, was one of the the if if the NFL does not give him the suspension that they did, whereas they did not make. They did not make it so he had to be on a team to serve his, his suspension. His career is over. Yep, I agree. If, if nobody, if, nobody's going to sign him and then let him serve his suspension. Right. Because he's at that point where he's been too crazy. He's had too many run-ins the last two years. And it just, it just wasn't – no one was going to wait the eight games and pay him. Daniel and Jones uh, just threw an interception. There's one. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree 100. Um, and it looks like uh, you know this chatter has already started. It looks like uh, maybe Seattle might be interested. I don't get that. I don't get why you take an undefeated team um, that seems to need help on the defensive side of the ball and add another receiver. That that makes no sense to me. Um, if they do that, I I I don't see that as being a positive move. No, I don't either. Um... I also don't want to see him twice uh, in the season because I'm, I'm, if, if his head is straight, he definitely is going to have something left in the tank. He's only 32. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what team he fits in with. Well, it's hard to, it's hard to predict that. Like if, if you can't get, it's like they say, if you can't get along in new England, you're not going to get along anywhere. Um, honestly, as, as crazy as this sounds and as much as it could blow up in their face, if I'm Philadelphia, I go all in on Antonio Brown. Yeah. What, what do they have to lose at this point? What do you have to lose? You have everything to gain. Your, your season is already in the shitter. Go out there and, and, and maybe have, and, and, you know, there might be some kind of spark. You might get that, like, that first year you had T.O. kind of spark. Yeah, plus, plus I'm, he I'm here for the went, shit show that is, that is Brown and Philly. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it would be fun to watch him in Philly kind of lose his mind. Yeah. So, uh, I, if, if, if Philly's listening, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Laurie's listening, you go sign Antonio. Do it, do it. All right. Because, you know, what's the worst? He ruins your team? Yeah, it's already ruined. Yeah, at least put that nail in your coffin. Right. But, you know, I don't I don't like him with a lot of these young quarterbacks. Like, you know, I I don't think he'd be good with, you know, say like the you know, like I, I wanted to stay away from like a Bengals team or something. Yeah. Um I, I don't think you can do that to a young quarterback. Um and yeah. and if you're a team like Carolina that could use a receiver like him, 
you don't want to put him around. You might not want to put him around a lot of those young players that they have. Uh, what, what about Baltimore? What about Baltimore? What, what if Baltimore is looking for that one star uh, veteran receiver? And, and, and maybe that's why they took a flyer on Dez to see what he has left before they can decide it, if they take a flyer on him. It, maybe, maybe, maybe it works. It, it could, especially because, you know, Marquise is there. Hollywood. That's, that's his cousin. Yeah. Um, but, and, and they have worked out. Oh my God, Wentz! What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh my God! But, <laughs> he just uh, ran backwards about seventeen yards. That's Wentz. But um, but now, if Brown goes to Baltimore, is he going to be okay with? Hey, this week you got two targets. Next, you know, the week before that. You didn't get any. Yeah, I, I, I mean, at this point, I think he's got no choice but to be okay with whatever happens because this is his last chance. If he can't right. stick now, he's screwed. But think about this. Think about, think about some of the, uh, the, the running around in, in, in the, uh, in the backfield and the scrambling um, that uh, causes the defense to break down. Think, think of, uh, you know, some of the benefits that have benefited Hollywood um, and just AB just being able to break ankles. Uh, out there and get loose for like 50 yard touchdowns. I think, you know, where I think the best place for him is where green Bay. No, I don't want that. Well, of course you don't want that, but I think that's actually, I actually, I will take that because I'm so convinced that he's going to be a cancer anywhere he goes. I would love to see the headlines of, of uh, a, a rod and, and a Brown getting into a fist fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Rogers would be like, okay, just don't punch me in the face. He said, discount Not double. The face. He Not said, the discount face. double check and punch them in the nuts. Yeah. All right. So let's talk well, about um, let's talk about the big main event for Saturday. I'm so, I've been waiting ooh. for this. There was two fights that I've been waiting for all year. Um, uh, one was uh, Adesanya against Costa. That one did not disappoint. Adesanya beat the shit out of Costa and then humped him on the ground. Um, this is the other one here. Um, Justin Gagey uh, challenging uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov uh, for the title. Um, Khabib's heavily favored in this one. Heavily favored. And I, He's a I minus think, 350 right now. Um, I think rightfully so because – I think everybody's like, oh, Gagey, you know, if the fight is, is on their feet, you know, Gagey's going to be able to, you know, he could knock him out. And, mm-hmm. But Khabib is, 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 I feel like he's too smart to, to fight somebody else's fight. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't Khabib agree more. knows if he's better than you at stand-up, he's going to punch you in the face. He's better than everybody at wrestling. So he's just going to wrestle you to the ground, and then he's going to punch you in the face. And I think, I think it, it, it could end up being one of those fights that you see Gagey get frustrated. And it's not as exciting as people want it. It'll be exciting to the, you know, to the person who loves the art of, of, of mixed martial arts and, and wrestling and, and judo and being able to position yourself in a way where, you know, it's dominating, but it looks boring as shit on TV. Yeah, this might not be one of those flashy knockout uh, fights. Right. I don't expect this thing to end 
um, right. you know, 10 seconds in, into the first round. Uh, but I, I just look, uh, Khabib's on a mission here. He lost his father. He's dedicating this, this fight to his father. He's, he's maybe, carrying out his father's plan. I just, I just think he's going to come in super focused. And, and Maybe Conor McGregor shows up <laughs> and hops in the cage and they fight after the fight. Uh, I, I would, I would want to see that. I, I, oh, I think everybody, I think everybody would want to see that, but Connor, I don't think yeah. Connor really wants that. Yeah. Did you? Oh, did you see Khabib completely shut down um, Stephen A. Smith? No. So Stephen A. Smith was was interviewing uh, Khabib, and he said, I'm paraphrasing, but something like, "Oh, is it true that the reason you don't want to um, fight Connor McGregor is because you dislike him so much that you feel like giving him another title shot?" Uh, puts him in the limelight and gives him attention that you don't think he deserves. And Khabib just looked right in the camera and said, I don't want to talk about this shit. And that was it. And that was his answer. He didn't, he didn't even want to entertain that conversation, um, which I think proves Stephen A. Smith's point is that he just, he just dislikes him so much um, that he doesn't want to, to even have his name come out of his mouth. But here's, here's the thing. I know it's, there's a difference between good money fights and, and, being deserving of a fight. Connor hasn't done anything to deserve a fight with Khabib. Yeah, he's he's almost becoming that like what was that title that they called it in the WWE where you would fight like, you know, twice a year, the Universal Champion? Yeah. It, he's almost like the Universal Champion where they just trot him out for these big like spectacles. Uh, yeah. He could still fight though. I mean, I mean, we think it's been, it's been yeah, a while. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I, have you seen him lately? He's, yeah. he's, he's jacked. He's in great shape. He's probably on steroids, but <laughs> um, uh, the way could be dominated uh, McGregor. And I hate to talk bad about McGregor because I really, really like McGregor, but the way he got dominated, it didn't, like the numbers, you look at the numbers for that fight, and yeah, a, a, a rematch makes sense. But the way that Khabib kind of took control of that fight, it's one of those fights that the same thing is probably going to happen. Mm-hmm. It didn't look like it was one of those fights that could have gone that was going to go anyway, either way. You know, would it the second time? Maybe, but um, the fact that that. McGregor has not been ascending towards the stars. You know, he's, he's kind of fading away. He doesn't know if he wants to box. He doesn't, you know, he's going to fight. uh, uh, What's his name? Poirier, right? Uh, Yeah. Dustin Poirier. Uh, He's going to fight him, uh, but he's only going to fight him because he knows he can beat him. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, I don't know, Poirier is no slouch. He's no slouch, but McGregor knows he can take him. Yeah. You know, he's, he knows he's going to dust the mat with him. But um, I, I, Dana White said that this was – I know we're not talking about McGregor, but Dana White said that this was going to happen. He said after he fought ah, Floyd – Damn it. Wentz just threw a pick in the end zone. He's so bad. <laughs> Why? He, he's, he's maddening. He's maddening. <laughs> They have over 200 yards of offense um, and more at this point, four times. Yeah. Four times. No, three times the amount of first downs as the giants have run plays and they have a three fucking point lead. Jesus. God damn it. 
Um, yeah, so you were saying about McGregor. But uh, McGregor is uh, – well, Dana White had said that once McGregor makes this $100 million, it's going to be hard to get him motivated to, to fight it. You know, he's not going to want to come fight. You know, what's he making, $10 million, $7 million, $5 million? He's not going to want to – you know, it's not worth his time. So uh, what I almost would, would love to see – them kind of like for some of these guys ditch these weight classes and have like the old school style fight like how would you love to see like just have like an unlimited division oh yeah like like back in the day remember when um yeah when like, uh, Hoist Gracie yeah. was was fighting these giant freaking three hundred pound yeah. guys and choking the shit out of them. Yeah, that would be cool. Styles make fights. Yeah. yeah. How would you like to see Khabib and John Jones? Yeah. Go at it. Yeah. You know Khabib, they're like Khabib and, and Gano. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well. <laughs> hey, somebody's got to fight in Ghana. <laughs> I mean that. I don't know if that's fair. <laughs> Khabib would. I mean, the dude breath. He fights fucking bears. He's, he's 155 pounds. So I, I mean, they but got, he. Got how much? How, how much was that bear that he was fighting? <laughs> yeah. How much did that bear weigh? I, that bear had to weigh four, five hundred. He pounds. certainly certainly had him in the weight class. That's for sure. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know where you can find a 150 pound bear. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, in a cub, maybe. Yeah. So I but, I think I think Khabib will will, will win the fight. Yeah. Um, and and, and Gagey's obviously you know an up up and coming star who's really starting to hit his stride, but I, I think that just the timing and you know with with and his he father looks, passing and just his Gagey, he's completely focused. Gagey looked dominant. Yeah, against uh, Ferguson. Ferguson. Yeah, he made Ferguson look bad. Yeah, yeah, and there's look, there's a lot of there's a lot of fights. Um, a lot of people want one piece of Khabib. So, uh, if he if he happens to lose, it's gonna screw up a lot of people's plans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and and you know what, I would I would like the UFC. I know the UFC spreads out these great fights, uh, you know, so you buy more pay per views. You know what, I would love to see them do like, uh, like a six fight super card. Yeah, I mean, just like a card with nothing but main events. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like awesome. I mean, like, like, you, could you imagine the the night leading off with like Masvidal versus McGregor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, be you awesome. know, and then you know, ending with you know John Jones and Adesanya. Yeah, that would uh, that would be awesome. Yeah, they're gonna. I would like to see them. I'd like to see them outside of the octagon get into a fight. Like I'd like to see them get into a fight at like the park. Dr- Drunken bar fights, UFC edition. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think only one of them will be drunk. I don't think Adesanya really gets. I don't think he drinks. He looks. He looks like he's. Uh, he's all about his craft. But John Jones, on the other hand, oh, likes yeah. the He can throw him back. John John Jones. He might be blowing back a line right now. <laughs> and John Jones, if you ever hear this and you feel disrespected by this, I'm going to apologize because uh, just get the apology out of the way now. 
Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not about that. Light. Yeah, right. I'll whip, I'll whip John. Jones. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a beating from John Jones for mommy. Mommy ain't raised no wuss. I don't know <laughs> that that ass whipping could end up being really, yeah. really bad. You That's could not just need need like, all the money to just uh, keep the feeding tube going. Yeah, like like he's not like I feel like it's not going to be just like he punches you in the face and knocks you out. It's going to be like one of those like really bad ass mm-hmm. whoopings. Yeah, I I would agree with. That. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go to so, I'm have to go over to Stray Dog and get some lessons. So so you're on you're on record picking uh, John Jones uh, over me in in a, in a fight. Um yeah, I'll definitely definitely go on record. I will put six months mortgage on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm uh, I got money on Jones too. <laughs> and I don't even I don't even have to throw the fight. I'll I'll do my I'll do my best. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. I'll try. I'll try. I think I'm going to have to go like 85 Ric Flair and go to the tight. <laughs> pull out, pull out a roll of nickels or something and hit him with it. Still might not work. Yeah. The, uh, the, the brass knuckles in the tights. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for this edition of lockdown sports. Uh, uh, wrap let, it up B. Let's, let's end and, and watch the rest of this shit show. That is the, uh, the NFC East showdown. Uh, lockdown. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go rewatch Lovecraft Country. I I got I I got like half an episode in. I'm like, this is crazy shit, but it's really good. I gotta Best watch it. And fucking I show uh, on TV. Yep. Shout out to HBO Max. All right. Go ahead. Say the line. Stay classy, New Jersey. Peace.